On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast. I'm James Yarko, joined as always by David Harrison. You can find everything that we are doing over at BucksNation.com and make sure you follow along on Twitter at Locked On Bucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. We'd like to welcome in all of our returning listeners as well as our new listeners. If you're a new listener to the show, please make sure you subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. We really appreciate it, and it does help other Buccaneers fans find us. Thanks to one Locked On Bucks listener and loyal caller. Uh, it's Freaky Friday, James. Uh, we also have our last call for the question of the week. James will remind you all of the topic at the end of today's episode. So if you want to get your input in on that question of the week, we greatly appreciate it. And we're going to talk about Teddy Bridgewater to the Buccaneers. No, it's not February of 2020. It is April of 2021. But first, since we're already off schedule this week, James, why not drop a mock draft review on Friday before mock draft Monday, and we're doing so thanks to Mr. Peter Schrager of Good Morning Football and NFL Network uh, fame and and all of that good stuff. And of course, number one, James, he goes Trevor Lawrence to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Pause for surprise, gasp, and awe. Zach Wilson goes number two to the New York Jets, and then Mac Jones goes to the San Francisco 49ers, pick number three, because apparently that's just going to be a thing, and I'm going to have to laugh at John Lynch, and my heart's going to break a little bit, and a little small piece of me is going to die inside. Uh, after that, the New England Patriots apparently are going to trade up and take Justin Fields, and you will have four quarterbacks taken in the first four picks of the NFL draft for the first time in NFL history. The Cincinnati Bengals continue to insist on not protecting Joe Burrow, instead giving him a wide receiver that he will not have time to fully use in Jamar Chase out of LSU, while the Miami Dolphins do protect their quarterback and take offensive tackle under Sean Slater out of Northwestern. Kyle Pitts, the guy that everybody wants to know about, is going to the Arizona Cardinals in a trade, and I actually like that pick a lot, and the Arizona Cardinals offense actually looks really dangerous if they add a guy like Kyle Pitts. Moving on, Trey Lance is going to the Denver Broncos at number nine, uh, apparently. The Washington football team, I know none of you care listening to this episode or to this show, but I care a little bit because I do cover this team now, are getting Trayvon Morrig a safety who I actually really enjoy uh, for that team. So if, if Peter's correct in that, I would be really happy about that pick. Najee Harris, who a lot of Buccaneers fans want at pick number 32, goes pick 18 to the Miami Dolphins. So not only do the Dolphins give Tua an offensive lineman, they also give him a running back. Really smart moves going on there. The Chicago Bears get Kadarius Toney, so Joshua's upset about that. And then fast-forwarding all the <laughs> way to pick number 32, James, Peter Schrager sends Davis Mills to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I mean that how I say it. Peter Schrager sends Davis Mills to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, quote, I don't know where Mills goes exactly, but the buzz around the league is that he could be a first-round pick and will most likely be the sixth quarterback selected. I'll throw him to Tampa Bay where he can learn from a pretty good quarterback one, end quote. Look, I, I love Peter Schrager. I do. And he's one of the most well-connected guys out there. So if he's saying that Davis Mills can sneak into the first round, I 100% believe that he's hearing from multiple teams that Davis Mills could end up being a day one pick. I understand the thought process behind, hey, the Buccaneers don't really need anything. Why don't they take this quarterback get the fifth-year option, he can sit back, develop, and learn for two years under Bruce Arians, under Byron Leftwich, under Tom Brady, then by year three, he's going to be their starter. 
I, I understand all of that. I comprehend all of that. I still hate this pick because it, like you said, it just kind of seemed like an afterthought. It was just like, Oh, well, here's a guy I've been hearing buzz about. They could sneak into the first round. I don't really feel like adding one more trade into this mock. So let's give them to Tampa because they don't need anything. And the fifth year option makes sense for a quarterback. Yeah. So here's the thing about buzz, right? So, so James, if I were to tell you that the weather forecast in your neighborhood tomorrow is 70 degrees and sunny with a little chance of clouds in the afternoon. And then I said, James, little bit of chance of clouds. So it could possibly rain with those clouds because clouds sometimes bring rain with them. That would be an accurate statement because those are things that tend to happen sometimes. And then if you go tell somebody that, you go tell somebody, or he goes and tells somebody that, and then she goes and tells somebody else that, guess what? Next thing you know, the buzz around the office that's, is that it's going to rain tomorrow. That's what the buzz becomes. So check it out. We got five quarterbacks in this NFL draft that everybody calls the top five quarterbacks, right? Typically ending with Mac Jones. But ever since San Francisco 49ers traded to the third overall pick, Mac Jones is going to the San Francisco 49ers, which, again, I don't agree with. I don't see it happening. Uh, I, I hope it doesn't happen. But if it happens, it happens. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch have forgotten more about NFL football than I'll ever learn. Sure, all that stuff. That being said, if Mac Jones goes in the top three, then we know Trey Lance, Justin Fields, and Zach Wilson, a combination of those three guys, are all going to come off the board in the top 10. At worst, top 15, if Trey Lance slips down into the top 15 type of range, pick 13, pick 14, somebody trades up and moves up to go get him there, right? So we already know that's going to happen, which leaves us about 52% of the first round left of a bunch of teams that could potentially take quarterbacks because quarterback is the most important position on our roster and we're gonna get this conversation here in a second too so to say the buzz around the league is that davis mills is the sixth best quarterback in this draft and could go round one well you're hedging your bets you're saying there's 17 selections potentially where a team could say you know what we want a quarterback too so let's go ahead and take him in the first round get that fifth year option a la jordan love and the green bay packers this isn't a report this isn't inside information because peter schrager i've been watching him long enough and everybody else out there has been watching long enough to know Peter Schrager loves to say, I have sources. Peter Schrager loves to say, team officials have told me. Peter Schrager does not say the buzz around the league unless this is, you fill in the blanks, all right? It's pure conjecture, and Bruce Aarons has already said uh, he wants speed. He wants a contributor, at least in, in the early rounds, uh, on the team that can help them do what they're trying to do this year. Davis Mills does none of that for this football team. Davis Mills does nothing for the 2021 Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and that's why they're not going to take Davis Mills with the 32nd pick of the NFL draft. Well, if I were a betting man, I would bet on your side that they're not going to take Davis Mills, but then again, you and I were pretty adamant about the fact that they weren't going to take O.J. Howard either, so who knows? But if I was going to bet on who the Bucks were taking at number 32, I would head over to our friends at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, the NHL, the MLB are all in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality television with real-time updated odds and props and almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code locked on again 
Promo code locked on, all one word, L O C K E D O N, and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever. You get podcast segment two of the Locked On Bucks podcast. Wrapping up the week here with some amazing headlines. Yeah, we are having, who would have thought a Tom Brady-led team would be so quarterback heavy in April on a podcast, but that's where we are as a society because lots of quarterbacks relating to the Buccaneers in the headlines today. And this one comes from CBS Sports and Jason Lock and Fora who was talking about Panthers quarterback Teddy Bridgewater, who after the acquisition of Sam Darnold, Teddy Bridgewater is not the guy. I talked about it last week. Uh, Might have been this week. I don't remember. All the days run together. But I had said that it really wasn't fair to judge Teddy Bridgewater on his first year with Carolina because they didn't have the offseason. They didn't have a good team. I mean, the the Panthers were a dumpster fire under a first-year head coach. They didn't have any weapons. Christian McCaffrey was out for the entire year. And now they're jettisoning Teddy Bridgewater in favor of Sam Darnold. I like Sam Darnold, but I like Teddy Bridgewater a little bit better. But Jason Locke and Forrest says, quote, if the best trade offer for quarterback Teddy Bridgewater comes from New Orleans or Atlanta or Tampa, make the trade. Fear of trading within the NFC South shouldn't be a factor in this pending transaction. Lock and Fora went on to say, and I know Tampa just wanted a Super Bowl and somehow managed to keep the band together, but if Bridgewater is willing to move some things around to help from a cap standpoint, then why not let him go there as Tom Brady insurance? Because it is definitely something being discussed internally in Tampa. I assure you of that. End quote. David, let's get your thoughts on this one before I dive in. Uh, yeah. So, again, uh, the first, listen, the first step in media literacy uh, for anybody who doesn't already know this is to pay attention to what's not being said instead of being, instead of paying total attention to what is being said. You know what Jason Lockefora is not saying? in this uh, reports, quote unquote, is that he has any credible evidence of this. He has any credible reports of this. He has any credible sources talking about this. His words are, uh, because it's definitely something being discussed internally in Tampa, I can assure you that, listen, the quarterback position is the most important position on an NFL team. Let's say that again. The quarterback position is the most important position on an NFL team. Every single NFL team, when there is a quarterback available, whether it be via the draft, whether it be in a trade, whether it be as a free agent, they're going to talk about said quarterback, especially when it's a big name quarterback. I'm not talking about like Colt McCoy gets released tomorrow. I'm not saying the Buccaneers are absolutely going to call a fire meeting to say, what do we think about Colt McCoy? They could actually, to be honest with you, but I'm not saying that. But when it's Teddy Bridgewater, when it's Matthew Stafford, when it's, you know, uh, uh, like uh, Marcus, uh, Marcus Mariota was talked about being up for trade possibly by the Las Vegas Raiders for a period of time. If you have a need in quarterback in any way, shape, or form, you're going to talk about it. So what Jason Lockefora is saying here is that you have a franchise in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that don't have a long-term plan at quarterback because Tom Brady's not a long-term quarterback uh, in, in this league, right? So what he's saying is that a team without a long-term solution to quarterback is 
absolutely going to talk about a quarterback that could potentially give them a long-term answer quarterback. Well, no kidding, buddy. Like, again, that's like me saying, oh, look, there's clouds in the sky. It could rain today. That's not a revelation, okay? I understand it's, it's creating buzz, it's creating clicks and all that stuff. That's not a revelation. It's not a report or else, again, he would be saying, I have sources in the building. I have sources who know. I have sources close to the team, yada, yada, yada. Because, again, Jason Lockenford loves to say that story. And I, I'm not, not knocking him for it. Don't get me wrong. Like, if the Buccaneers call me today, James, or tonight, Jason Light calls me tonight and says, hey, you can't say it came from me but you might want to take a closer look at wide receiver in the first round. I'm just saying it. Click. Guess what? I'm going to come on the show on Sunday, and I'm going to say, James, I know somebody close to the story or close to the team who thinks da-da-da-da, and I'm going to love every minute of it. So I'm not saying – I'm not knocking them for it, but what I'm saying is when these guys don't say stuff like that, it's conjecture. And, and that's fine. But what I don't like is that these guys know that their words have power. So when they do things like this and they, and they spew speculation – people run with it like it's evidence, like it's sourced. And I'm not saying that there's not a world where the Buccaneers don't trade for Teddy Bridgewater. But understand something here. What Jason is talking about is Teddy Bridgewater moving things around to help them with the cap, quote unquote, right? What you're going to hear is take a pay cut. Teddy Bridgewater is not going to voluntarily take a pay cut for many situations. Teddy Bridgewater already played the backup game in New Orleans to earn himself a starting job. He thought he got that in Carolina. He is not going to be jumping over himself to get another backup job trying to earn a future starting job. He's already played that dance. He's already danced to that song. So I don't, I don't believe it's going to be something that Teddy is, is really willing to do. The Buccaneers are not going to take a bigger cap hit for Teddy Bridgewater than they do Tom Brady, which right now, that's exactly what they would be doing is giving Teddy Bridgewater more of a cap hit or taking more of a cap hit with Teddy Bridgewater than they do with Tom Brady. That's not going to be a thing that happens. So the only way that I see this happening is if Teddy Bridgewater wakes up tomorrow and says, I want a ring so bad, I don't care if I even play, I will take a pay cut to get traded to the Buccaneers, which I don't think is feasible. I honestly just don't think it's feasible. Or the Panthers release him. So in that light, what Jason's talking about is the Buccaneers trading for him, to me, seems about as likely as snow in June in Hawaii. Here's, here's my thing. Um, you had mentioned in, in segment one about <clears> – <throat> Peter Schrager talking about how he's hearing from multiple teams that Davis Mills could sneak into the back of the first round. And, and your opinion was, you know, that it's, it's conjecture and, and you, you it made an example of the telephone game, what have you. That's perfectly fine. I'm not going to disagree with you on that, but I would bet my mortgage payment on Peter Schrager being hundred percent honest that he's hearing from multiple places then I would Jason Locke and Fora being right about anything. All, I mean, I guess I'll do respect to Jason Locke and Fora. He's been around for a very long time. He's paid his dues. He's worked his way up and he is now a quote unquote insider for CBS. Can you name the last thing Jason Locke and Fora came out with that he was right about? Because I can't. Every time this guy tweets something, it's like, bank on it this won't happen so what i think is happening here with his quote you know i'll, I'll go back to it uh if bridgewater is willing to move some things around to help from a cap standpoint you know he's tom brady insurance because it is definitely something being discussed in internally in tampa i can assure you of that okay i can assure you of that too we know for a fact it is a fact 
that the Buccaneers had serious interest in Teddy Bridgewater last offseason if they did not got if they did not get Tom Brady. We know this. So why wouldn't they discuss the potential of bringing Teddy Bridgewater in as a backup if he were to become available? And it could be something as simple as Jason pokes his head in Bruce's office and says, hey, you hear the Teddy might become available? And Bruce looks at him and goes, you know, that'd be pretty cool if he gets cut and we can get him for the vet minimum. Okay, I'll keep an eye on it. Thanks. Like, that's it. Jason Locke and Fora, Anytime he reports something, I brush it off to the side because 99% of the time he's wrong. And I don't know how people still view his reports or view his tweets as, oh man, you better keep an eye on this because the I, I I just, I don't get it. And again, Jason Lockenfora works really hard at what he does, but I don't know how somebody could be this wrong so many times and still create the amount of buzz that this created today. I don't know. Um, it's interesting stuff. The last thing I'll say about this, as far as Peter Schrager is concerned, um, is that, yeah, like I agree with you. I like he, if, if Peter comes out and says he's hearing buzz and he's hearing buzz, like that's legitimate. There are people buzzing about the potential that Davis Mills creeps into the first round. But what I'm trying to say is this buzz is happening because of the buzz that's coming that San Francisco is going to take Mac Jones at number three, because if Mac Jones can be the number three quarterback overall, then Davis Mills can be a first round quarterback. I don't think this, and I don't take this to be that anybody legitimately views Davis Mills as a first round quarterback. It's the, it's the plague that, that bothers so many different NFL teams, Rams, Eagles, uh, Washington football team, to name a few in modern, in more recent times where we overreach for quarterbacks out of desperation because we don't want the quarterback. We want a quarterback. And that's where a lot of these teams get into trouble. And I just, I don't see the Buccaneers being the take a quarterback guy uh, or or team at pick 32. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And everybody can mock me for it. Uh, But what I'm not going to be wrong about is the fact that built bars are the most delicious tasting protein bar that I've ever tried because I know all of them that I've tried. And I can tell you the built bars are the best ones. So that's pure fact coming from the source, confirmed information, not speculation. Built Bar has a ton of amazing flavors, including cookies and cream, including carrot cake with wal- uh, with walnuts, banana bread, one of my favorites, mint brownie, the OG classic that everybody just kind of has to love unless you just hate enjoyment. Uh, built Bars are also healthy. They're great for the health conscious person, low in calorie, high in protein, high in fiber, also low in sugar, great for the keto diet. Right now, go to BuiltBar.com, order yourself a, a box, almost a crate, a box of Built Bars and use the promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Wrapping things up here on a Friday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast, and it is April and the Locked On NFL Network of Podcasts is shifting into draft mode April 19th through 26th. Tune in to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Brian Baldinger, and Michael Lombardi. Stay tuned for more info about where you can find the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Odyssey in the Locked On Podcast Network. David, it's a freaky Friday. Do you ever see that movie? Did you, did you ever watch the movie Freaky Friday? No. Not the original, not the remake, neither Never of them. heard of it. Didn't read nope. the book? That's unfortunate. Actually, it's probably not. The, the movies were kind of terrible. 
But Freaky Friday, at least the remake, it was Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan back before she went crazy. <laughs> so they were a mother and a daughter, yeah. and they switched bodies. Oh, I've heard of stuff like that. Yeah, like shows and movies and okay. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, there was there was something else uh, similar to it that was uh, Ryan Reynolds and uh, the guy from Ozark, uh, Jason Bateman, and they switched bodies. That one was absolutely hilarious. I recommend that. But uh, yeah, we do have a Freaky Friday voicemail from our good buddy, Mr. Cannon, Mini Cannon, firing himself, Matt from Morvin, Georgia. Fire the cannons. What's up, fellas? This is Matt from Morvin, Georgia. I know I haven't called in in a while and really haven't interacted, but I'll be honest with you. I've been enjoying my offseason, man. Who who wouldn't enjoy an offseason as a Super Bowl champion? Am I right? But, uh, you know, I haven't missed an episode. And today on the way home from work, I was listening, and uh, I heard David talking about how nobody – called in for would you rather wednesday so i thought you know let's let's throw a curveball here let's do freaky friday you know end of the work week and and i've had a miserable one so we're all going out to the bar and i'm buying the shots but we got to make it interesting so you got to either choose the warmouth perch or the smoker's cough now the warmouth perch me and a buddy by the name of johnny came up with back in our Valdosta State University days. And it consists of a hot shot of Jim Beam, a hot shot of Jose Cuervo, and a shot of Tabasco sauce, all mixed together, right? Then I thought, I'll find something disgusting off the Internet, so I looked <laughs> and I found the smoker's cough, which is a shot of Jägermeister with a shot of mayonnaise in it. So the choice is yours, fellas. Which one we taking? The Warmouth Perch or the Smoker's Cough? Fire them cannons, boys. Go Bucks. Matt, it's kind of good to hear from you. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that you're enjoying your offseason. I know you got Troy out there on the baseball field working hard. Uh, I don't enjoy your question. Not one, not one bit. Um, I will gladly take the Warmouth Perch. I am not taking a shot of Jaeger mixed with mayonnaise. That might be the grossest thing I have ever heard of in my life. Mayo is, you lose me at mayo. I don't care what else you're, you're pairing it with. That's not going to happen. I mean, warm Jim, okay. Warm Cuervo, okay. Tabasco, get out of here. I was in the Army for 20 years. That's salt. That's what we, that's what we call that in the <laughs> Army. That's salt. We put that on literally everything when you're in the Army, okay? Uh, there, is, there is not a food group that I have not put Tabasco on. In fact, one of my favorite stories in my time in the Army is the time that I put Tabasco in one of my buddy's eyes. Um, that's a story oh my that God. I probably shouldn't tell because I might still be liable for that. Um, but yeah. That's uh, the worst thing I've ever... Why would you do that to it someone? It terrible. It was on an accident. Um, <laughs> your mouth, listen, here's what I'm going to say. Don't fall asleep with your mouth open around a bunch of soldiers, especially when there's a gun turret right above your face. Yeah, warm Jim, warm Cuervo, and Tabasco would not bother me. I'll, I'll, I'll take that shot any day, twice on Sunday. Jaeger and Mayo is absolutely disgusting. Matt, you are banned from calling the show ever again. Just kidding. I mean, yeah, I love mayonnaise, but not mixed with Jaeger or in a shot or drinking it in any fashion. That's I tolerate mayonnaise. Like <laughs> when I make tuna fish sandwiches, I my it's mayonnaise and mustard. 
because I don't just do straight mayonnaise. Um, the only time I really actually get excited for mayonnaise is uh, going back to Joshua's question from yesterday's episode actually is uh, ketchup and mayonnaise with French fries, which is something I picked up in Germany. Yeah, I won't dip fries in mayonnaise. That's pretty just good, bro. gross. You should actually give it a shot. No, you've no. told me this before. I won't do it. I know, but you should because I you should you should listen. If Jason Lockenfora knows that the Buccaneers are talking about trading for Teddy Bridgewater, then I know you should try mayonnaise and ketchup with your French fries. If the Buccaneers trade for Teddy Bridgewater, I will record a video of myself <laughs> dipping fries in mayonnaise. How about that? So, you know what? So we have a little bit of time left in this episode, and I mean a little bit of time. So I do want to say something here. So kind of going off what Jason said, like, you know, again, like James said, I'll do respect. And, and you know, I got a little bit of carried away maybe in, in you know, in, in what I said and all that. It just, it kind of hit me in the moment. But here, here's the thing about it. Like Teddy Bridgewater, from my understanding, has been given permission. And I say my understanding because I haven't talked to anybody in the Carolina Panthers. I haven't talked to Teddy's agent. I Honestly, I kind of thought about calling Teddy's agent when this Jason Lockefora thing came out. But I was like, you know what, I'm going to leave it alone. Um, but my understanding is he's been given permission to go seek a trade, which means that he can actually, his agent can go on his behalf and talk to teams and start to kind of negotiate what's going to happen, which means that Teddy is probably aware he's not getting paid his full, I think it's $22 million uh, that he's, he goes against the cap in 2021 for a new team. Like he understands that. So it's not so much that Teddy has or wants to take a pay cut. I think Teddy probably understands that he's not going to get paid that money with another team in a trade. So, you know, and, and all that stuff, but what, what, what bothers me about the whole thing. So there is, there is a realm out there where Teddy Bridgewater ends up getting traded somewhere and does not get paid what he's supposed to get paid as of right now on his current contract, because he wants to go somewhere where he's wanted. Right. What bothers me about it is, is like I said, kind of at the end there is when reporters, media people, I kind of goes back to respecting your audience, you know, and, and James, you and I have talked about this a lot is when we bring something up as speculation but we don't sell it that way because because and I don't know Jason, but I know the excuse that, uh, that other people who kind of operate that way have said is it's not my fault if they read it as gospel instead of as my opinion or my speculation. And I think that's to me, that's that's disrespectful of your audience because they respect you enough as a reporter, whether it's Jason, whether it's Jenna Lane, whether it's anybody, you know, if they respect you enough to take what you say and say, man, this is information, not speculation then you should give them the respect of identifying when you're just speculating and when you are giving them a report. I think that's, I think to me, that's fair. And you know, I'm just one guy, so maybe somebody else disagrees with me, but that's why I get heated the way that I do about it. Because again, a lot of people don't read those things and notice the lack of team sources, someone close to the situation, et cetera, language being absent, which is important. And then they take that as, oh man, the bucks might actually go trade for Teddy Bridgewater when in reality all it is is there's a quarterback available that the team has already been interested in once, like you said, and now he's available again. So maybe this team is interested in again. Well, yeah, no kidding. Maybe I like cheeseburgers from the fat guy. Yeah, got it. Doesn't mean I'm having cheeseburgers for dinner. It just means it's a possibility. So that's where I get heated. I just want to clarify that. All right. Well, with that, let's send these people into the weekend. Please check out everything going on over at BucksNation.com. Send in your answers to our question of the week, which is remove the Buccaneers from the equation. Which one of the 2021 NFL draft prospects are you most excited to see begin playing on Sundays rather than Saturdays? Send in a would you rather Wednesday question that was far less disgusting than what Matt from Morvin, Georgia sent in. Uh, but it can be about anything. It can be about gross foods. It can be about TV shows, movies, music, 
other sports, whatever it is, but you can send all those in to 813-444-5841 or record, record a voice memo and email it over to the Locked On Bucks podcast at gmail.com. Follow along on Twitter at Locked On Bucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to each other. And we thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks.